This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. It's the Adam Gold Show. I, I was joking about checking out at 2 p.m. so I could just watch the Duke game. But it was kind of a half joke, maybe? But, well, no. Oh. It, it was a full joke until I had to listen to that. <laughs> Did you just suggest... Uh. Mayo nog. Okay, so that. Do was, not tell me this is a thing. That was. Uh, Get it out of here. Yeah, no, it's it sounds really bad. Get it um, out of here. That was one of my halftime entertainment articles. Mayo nog was that they made that. That's a legit thing. Absolutely uh-huh. not. Yep. And I must say, eggnog. It's kind of an acquired taste. I get for people who say. That they don't like it. And even some people, you're like, oh, you got to taste this certain brand. Like, you can get the the one that clearly comes from, like, Wisconsin and gets shipped all over the world. Right. Then uh, you might get an eggnog that's made, like, at a local creamery here. Oh, what about the one from Mapleview? This, I- I'm making these up, so don't yeah. don't uh, attach any actual brand names to these. But, you know. <laughs> but some people are like, oh, well, over at Fresh Market, they've got this one in a glass bottle. It's actually good. And I like some of those, right? But I can understand somebody would say, I just, it, I, I don't get it. I don't get the eggnog thing. Yeah. You got to have homemade eggnog from someone who knows how to make it. Okay. See, I've never My had eggnog before. Mother-in-law. Oh. It's it's partly you would recognize the eggnog that is the the liquid part, kind of. Mm-hmm. You would recognize it from what you see in the store. Still tastes worlds different. Oh. But you would recognize it. But then on top, there is this like froth mm-hmm. with a kind of a thickness of whipped cream. It has absolutely nothing to do, taste, smell, or look like mayo. So let's just remove <laughs> yeah. that from the right. equation. Yeah. But when you, so you, you kind of got to dip deep in there, get some of the good liquid, get some of the froth, mix it all together. You got the right consistency. Yeah, maybe like a little bourbon, a shot or four, you that know. doesn't whatever. hurt. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's fine on its own, but it's good with it. But it is delicious. So like. Anybody who says, again, I totally get opinions on eggnog. There's a lot of not great eggnog out there. And even the not great stuff, I'm like, eh, the the better, the higher end of the not great stuff, I actually think is okay. I can put a little bourbon in it. Sometimes you even heat up eggnog. It's kind of a weird flavor, but it's it's good. Oh, okay. But there is nothing like actual, fresh, homemade eggnog. Uh, that it, And the only person I've seen do it in this way is, is my mother-in-law. So oh. all of you listening just need to go over to her house next year on Christmas Eve, <laughs> get you a glass. She's going to have this group and of then, people. And of course, as I told you yesterday about the uh, the Christmas vacation yes. ornament. So of course, she's got, she's got the moose head of course she uh, glasses. So. I love it. Um, yes. Fresh, actual homemade eggnog is a different thing altogether mm-hmm. than any eggnog that you could ever buy in a store. Oh, and you know so. what? So this is a random note. Since we're talking about random things like eggnog, Daniel on Twitter, he he didn't put two and two together, but he loves the bowling for soup bumps that I've been using. Okay. No one's put it together yet. It's all for bowl games? It's all for bowl week. Gotcha. There so we go. So I'm dabbling some. Bowling for bowl week. <laughs> yeah. um, what was, I, I know some of the bowling for soup songs, but not all the, I, was there Stacy's mom? Or yes, is that I them? played that yesterday. Yes, I heard uh-huh. that yesterday. I would yeah. not have picked up that they were all bowling for soup songs though. So. Yeah. Not all of them, but I try to dabble it because I don't really know if they have enough to, to fill a whole week. The whole week. Yeah. So yeah, I sprinkle it in. So, <laughs> all right. We're bowling for more wins in North Carolina, but there's also other sports going on let's give you some sound clips in the wall of sound the wall of sound is a function of this studio 
There's no doubt about it. The biggest non-football thing that happened last night, by the way, Duke starting out on defense, it's an incomplete pass. Duke, no plays given up on defense. It's second and ten for Uh Central Florida. I'm not going to do the play-by-play. The big thing in sports last night was Luka. Luka going off. Luka's a great player for the NBA because not only does he score a lot of points and do all kinds of things, he does it with a flair. First, let's play you the – this wasn't the game winner, but they were down nine points with 30 seconds to go. Luka's pouring in buckets – Again, he eventually gets to 60 points, but it's not like he was just throwing them in in garbage time. They needed all these points. He scores six points in the last 30 seconds and has an assist, including an intentional miss free throw that he got back himself and alley-ooped in to the basket. Here's what it sounded like. Nothing shocks me about this game. And that drew rim. It's still- It was unreal. You get the missed free throw. Obviously, the person missing the free throw has kind of the best idea of where it's going to go. He knows how hard he's throwing it or if he's missed it left or right. But this when it came back, got tipped, and then he was the one who grabbed it. And then without even good. landing, he throws it back in. But again, it's not just what he's doing on the court. Luca gives it to us in the post-game interviews as well. He is always entertaining. Here's what he had to say. 60 points, 20 boards, never it never happened, baby. How's it feel right now? I'm tired as hell. <laughs> you can rest later. You're young. I need a recovery beer. Oh, we can handle that. That's pretty good England. Like, not only do you know beer, yeah. I, I need a recovery beer. Right. Like, you're, like, being playful with the language. He's I respect been around him, the guys for no, long he has, enough. He <laughs> but, like, it's not just a beer. Like, what, what if you'd be like, uh, I need a good locker room shower beer. <laughs> Yeah. Slightly better than a yard work beer, yes. and slightly, you know, what if he just started ranking his beers? Ah, the post sixty point twenty board beer, right? That one's special. Like we had our locker, or our uh, list, list of, of beers. beers yesterday. He's got his occasional yes. beers. Um, yes, the in, well, the sixty point twenty rebound beard is one that uh, a beer, excuse me, is one that nobody's ever had before since Shaq. I guess Shaq was the last sixty point twenty boards. This is the first 60-20-11 or 10 game, I think technically 11 assists. Or no, it was 21 rebounds, 10 assists. First time anybody's ever hit that stat line and most points ever scored by a Dallas Maverick in a game. He was going off. Alright, we've been talking bowl games that don't really matter. We actually have the bowl games that do matter coming up later this week. We'll talk about those later in the week because right now we got a lot of good North Carolina bowl games. But I did find this interesting uh, that the Coaches are being interviewed. They're on site. They're doing all their interviews. Will Muschamp, sort of out of nowhere, obviously Kirk Herbstreet is a big figure in college football. Will Muschamp took a shot at Herbie because the last time that Ohio State and Georgia played in a bowl game was like 1993 when both Herbstreet and... Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Financial advice industry can be overwhelming for a lot of people. Is there a way to be sure you're getting the best service when you don't know? Yeah, Adam, it's not just if you gave the money to a planning team and they did good the first year. I mean, anyone can do good for one year, but it's a track record and it's a long-term accounts that are very important. We call that a financial fill-up strategy, Adam, and that gives you lifetime income you can never outlive. We'll put together for you, the listener, your very own total retirement plan if you call right now. Call and claim your comprehensive review with Coach Pete and the team, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. Smart were uh, on players on those teams. Smart played for Georgia. Herb Street played for Ohio State. Here's what Kirby Smart said about seeing Kirk Herb Street play. 
We had a pre, uh, not game, but uh, I guess a luncheon, and the Herb Street got up and threw a pass across the room. I knew he had a shot to win. <laughs> so make sure he knows I said that. Make sure he knows I said that. It's not really that funny because he obviously like planned that line or whatever. The only thing that was worse, I didn't. I thought about bringing the audio to it. Uh, they like ask Herb Street about. It. Everybody's like, "Oh, Herb Street, Herb Street, Kirby's talking smack." What are you saying? He's like, "I, I don't, I don't really, I don't remember it." He's like, "I don't remember him or that." Wow. So, you're yeah. like, uh, all right, well, that's less fun. Right? Like, at least make somebody like, uh, "I don't remember it," probably because he was third on the depth chart <laughs> right. and I was starting. You're like, "Give me something, anything." Come on, I'm trying to drum up some interest, um, but no, uh, I, I keep not Kirby Smart. Will Muschamp. Why do I get those two confused? Um, I don't know. Bad, or I guess good SEC coaches versus bad SEC coaches. <laughs> yeah. Will Muschamp, the one that actually worked out. Uh, and then we obviously have the bowl games tonight, including Mac Brown. Bo Nix for Oregon will be playing in the bowl game, as Chip Patterson told us. Uh, Bo Nix versus Drake May is a battle of two of the best returning players in college football for next year. But there was a chance that Bo Nix might be out for this game when Mac Brown considered sabotaging him as they toured an aircraft carrier. Here's Mac's words on it. You know, I was going to say yesterday we were on the ship and Dan and I and Bo were touring together and Bo was going up the steps in front of me and I started to grab his ankle <laughs> and I thought there were too many cameras and I didn't want to hurt him bad. Just It's just one game, you know, So, but, but I, I, I hung in there. God looked at me and said, no, brother, you can't do that. And in fact, uh, so Mac Brown resisting the temptation. Like, what was he going to do? Pull him off the the, the ladder going up the well, ship? I like how he said, you know, I don't want to hurt him bad. Just one game. Just one game. <laughs> Just one game. Um, so, yes, Mac Brown, the jokester. Look, all of us here back in the state of North Carolina, we just want the Holiday Bowl to be played for once, okay? Last year didn't get played. Actually, interestingly enough, there, there is much discussion about not just COVID, but flu, um, other respiratory issues in the United States. It, it would not have surprised me if a bowl game had been lost due to illness. Again, not necessarily COVID, but anything with all the uh, stuff floating around out there. We've been fortunate, knock on whatever this desk is made out of, that we haven't had any bowl games canceled. Last year was one of those, we thought we were past it, and then it ended up, the winner hit, and we ended up losing, you know, five or six bowl games because one of the teams is out. Yeah. We've been fortunate that that has not been the case. And in fact, East Carolina was one of the teams last season affected by this. They did not get COVID, but their opponent did. So they earned a trip to a bowl game last year, but did not get to play in it. That made this year's bowl game all the more special. Um, Holden Ehlers, we talked about, he's sort of carried this team through the transition uh, to Mike Houston, and the team's gotten better each year. But getting this bowl game feels like the fitting cap to not only this season, but to his career. They didn't get to play in the bowl game this year, even though they earned the right to. Playing in a bowl game and winning it felt big, and Mike Houston reflected on that after the game. Huge step tonight. Eighth win, just the most since, I don't know, 13-14. First bowl victory since 13. Um, tenth bowl victory in, in program history. So uh, a lot of, lot of big achievements tonight. And it's the perfect way for this senior class to go out. That is Coach Mike Houston. Uh, I had to chuckle. I almost brought the audio here. But, um, you know, we air on 94.3 the game. The Adam Gold Show does. Yeah. But we keep a friendly relationship with uh, the guys over at Pirate Radio. Just because my, my man Clip Brock is one of the uh, – 
Funniest dude. He's been around the sports scene for a long time. And one of the things I love about ECU football over on Pirate Radio, the post-game show, the, the show goes until the last caller calls. Oh. So it'd be like doing Stormwatch after the games. Yeah. But just... Non-stop. And those ECU football fans, they just keep calling. Like, that's the brand. If you huh. call, we will stay here and take the calls. We'll answer. Which... A, I don't know how you ever plan for when the show will end, but it also leads to some great calls. So there was a guy last night that calls in to Clip Rock, and he's like, yeah, Holt Naylor's moving on great. He's like, I can't wait. to." St-. He said something about eating Italian food because Mason Garcia is the quarterback coming in, at which point Clip was like, wait, did you think Garcia was an Italian name? Like, <laughs> oh, where, no. where are we on this one? Oh, uh, so, so there's just some magical moments that come out of the uh, – the the pirate radio nice. never ending post game show. So uh, I, I thought of uh, we talked about with Patrick Johnson from ninety four the three ninety four three the game yesterday of how yeah, people love Holton Nailers, but also people want to see a, a Mason Garcia led team. So with it, feeling like you got a, a quarterback, feeling like you have a coach who now has things in place and definitely has the program on the up and up. Um, obviously, big aspirations for ECU football next year. I'm not smart enough. To know what the schedule looks like, these college football people would be like, it should be a good for East, year for ECU. Oh, but they got these eight teams who are all going to be ranked in the top 20. I don't know that that deep. I just know that Mike Houston is the coach they want, and they're coming in with a quarterback that they know they want to be a starting quarterback. That's a good place to start your season. Um, and coming off an eight-win season with a bowl win. Again, we said this earlier, but the only thing missing that would have made ECU's season perfect. Again, I realized that there were other wins out there. There was another game that they lost just because of the kicking game. But if they had beat State, then Mike Houston could say, look where we've taken this program. We are now knocking off the Power 5 in-state teams. We are going to bowl games. We're winning bowl games. That's where they want to be. The only next step, really, is to start competing for the American uh, crown. And that's a pretty big step, because even though it's not a Power 5 team, I mean, Power 5 conference, they have had teams that uh, are up there in the top 25 and top 15. So making that next step into, I mean, basically to compete for the American is going to mean ECU flirting for the top 25. But if you're winning eight wins in a season, they probably will not be preseason top 25, but they're a team that with a two or three win start, knock off somebody early in the season, and you might just start getting the recognition. Hats off to Mike Houston for the turnaround job that he has done there. Career-driven individuals ready to unlock your potential? Discover William Peace University's School of Professional Studies. Our classes are tailored for the working professional. Attend class on your terms with our online sessions and choose from various start dates throughout the year. Dive into a curriculum designed for success. Every class is a stepping stone that takes you closer to your career goals. Take one or more classes. It's in your hands. Elevate your career with William Peace University's School of Professional Studies. Dive deeper at williampeace.info slash sps. Your journey begins here.